Hi everybody, CEO update time. Wow, what an interesting time. I'm currently in Melbourne and um, yeah, things are definitely different here. The, um, so many people in the street, it's easy to get an Uber. Um, I came here on a plane and there were only six of us on the plane. Yeah, things are, things are definitely different. We just had a PD day and uh, the Melbourne PD day was well attended. We had uh, a few people couldn't make it for various reasons. Um, but, uh, but the PD day went really well and uh, we had some good support. Um, anyway, let's get to it. There's a lot to cover at the moment. As you know, it's all been pretty exciting and uh, there's definitely uh, new things happening for us all out there at the moment. First of all, let's remind everybody that uh, you know, the whole thing, advice evolution is all about advice that's fair, complete and free of conflicts. I know I harp on about this, but you know, if we get that right, then it helps us be part of the code of ethics. Um, helps us comply everywhere along the line. That um, that fairness and being complete and free of conflicts is really important. All right, first item on the agenda is the conference. Yeah, the conference. All right, we don't have enough take up, and uh, as a result, we probably we can't get into the Philippines at the moment anyway. So um, as a result, we're uh, going to postpone the uh, the conference. The team are actually currently talking to the uh, the Shangri-La, and our objective is to postpone the conference until this time in uh, sorry the same time in 2021. And by that stage, the uh, the flu will have um, hopefully been sorted out, and uh, we'll be either all had it or um, it will be part of the uh, the normal process. Um, but in, look, in the interim, you know we don't want to uh, subject anyone to extra travel. I really apologise for most of the people who have um, who have booked stuff. Most of the airlines will actually move those uh, those flights for you, but uh, but unfortunately it's uh, you know just untenable for us to go to the Philippines to have the uh, the conference. I'm not worried personally. I'm not worried about the virus. Um, it's more worried about one of you getting it and bringing it back or moving it to the Philippines and us not having the resources. But ultimately, the uh, the majority of the the advisors have decided they don't want to come to the Philippines under the current crisis. So therefore, it is cancelled. I'll question it's postponed. Next step is, if we do have a conference, my plan is that we'll have it onshore and we'll have it later in the year. So basically it'll be at the normal time. Whether or not we can get away with that just depends. And it's gonna take a month, six weeks before we actually know the full outcome of what's going on here in the bio, in, in the, envi- um, the Australian environment. And uh, I'll keep you in the loop from there. Ultimately, I'd really love to be able to um, you know, go to one of the, uh, the communities on the uh, that's been affected by fire and uh, utilize one of their resources if I can find something big enough. But um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see because uh, you know I don't want to go in and start booking something now because again we'll have that same same issue if um, the travel isn't open by then. Next step: um, ongoing service agreements, reviews, FDS, um, and technology. Okay, I put out a um, an ongoing service agreement uh, last week. Now I put this together because I've been reading some ongoing service agreements in people's offices and I find that your words have been taken from you know, a bunch of legal documents and a bunch of documents which are way, way out of date. You're talking, you're talking about reviews in the wrong terminology, you're talking about um, your fees, you're talking about your, de- your declarations, are all in, the, you know, in some pretty ordinary technology. Uh, terminology. So what I've done is I've put some words together in an ongoing service agreement. Now that ongoing service agreement as far as I'm concerned is is quite adequate for you guys to use. It's definitely not mandated but it is some words that you can either cut and paste, use or use use the whole thing as it is or use some of it or use none of it. But the the big thing is we want to get that 
um, I've got something out there to at least give, give you guys a bit of a hand. Um, look, the next thing is we're going to be working on something to do reviews um, and FDS and then the technology to get it out. Now, the technology to get it out is work sorted. And at the moment, work sorted can put all this stuff together, which is really great. We had a meeting with Simon uh, from work sorted today and uh, they've definitely got their heads around being able to assist us in getting those things out. Because you know, if it, um, the draft legislation goes according to plan, as of 30 June, we'll have to only do an ongoing service agreement each year. So on that agreement, you need to be able to tell your clients what you've done for the 12 months, how much it cost them, what they're gonna do for the next 12 months and how much it's gonna cost them. Obviously then review you know, give them evidence of uh, your review, show them the transactions that have happened in the uh, the SMA that you've used, and uh, and then press on. Things should be simpler in that stage. Those of you who are sending out FDSs at a different time, look, I understand your logic, but under this environment, it sort of seems to make no real sense. So um, you may want to be looking at, and when I come into your um, view, site visits we're going to talk about that and how you actually get that done next thing is the share market oh wow what a roller coaster um look we all know what it's like to have a share market crash um we know the cause everyone knows the cause most people are sympathetic you guys know what the share market does we've been in it long enough i can tell you guys that there are opportunities we have a, we have clients that we advise that we've been trying to move out of grandfathered products but we can't do it for capital gains tax reasons well there's an opportunity give those a guys a call you've got guys sitting on cash you know it might be a good buying opportunity but the bottom line is we as advisors need to be showing leadership in this space don't rely on the clients to be calling you Get out there and get on the front foot and tell them what's going on. Utilize your technology to be able to get in touch with your clients, especially the people who are paying your ongoing service fee. Earn your money and explain to them what's actually going on and what you think is going to happen in the long term. You know, it pertains particularly to what investment options they have and, uh, and how they're invested in their risk portfolio. But, you know, the bottom line is that's what you guys get the big bucks for and this thing will be you know, we'll, we'll play out and uh, we'll probably, as every other time, we'll look back and go, crikey, that was a good opportunity there and I missed it. So um, spend some time looking and thinking about what you can actually do here, but uh, provide a little bit of a leadership for your clients and uh, do your job. Look, the next thing is, is, is exactly about that and providing a little bit of the leadership. We had a PD day today. We carefully touched elbows. We, um, we were careful that we washed our hands. We made sure that um, work went on and um, we got some good information out in a, um, in a PD day. So look, from, from my perspective, it's time to be leaders in here. We don't want to spread a virus and we don't want to, you know, if you feel sick, quarantine yourself, get away from other people. But if you're not sick, um, avoid methods of getting sick, be clean and um, stay away from uh, older people and all the things that uh, you need to do. But provide a bit of leadership. Don't go running around with your hands in the air screaming and hiding. Stay doing what you do because we've got to stay the course. We have to actually continue to get some work done because you know, that's what society does. And if we all grind to a halt, then you know, no one will win at the end of the day. And ultimately, I don't know whether we'll all end up getting the virus or they'll come up with some sort of cure but it is the flu and um, you know we need to protect the weak 
but uh, you know, unfortunately, at some point in time, this virus will affect us, affect us all directly. And uh, regardless of that, you know, it is the flu. The flu has no cure, and um, we're just going to have to deal with it as part of uh, normal life. All right, on a brighter note, had a good meeting with Westpac um, Panorama, the guys that run Panorama the other day. It's it's a good program. It, it's a good system. Um, it's a lot simpler. It uh, if we you know, you're having trouble with the, the Colonial First Aid book, they're a um, they're a good option, um, especially in the price space. So you can actually look at uh, moving people across to there. They've got some good SMA options, especially some cut price SMA options, which um, may may be useful to clients. So um, you know Panorama are going to come on as one of our sponsors. So it's probably worthwhile when they give you a call and uh, we'll let you know how it pans out. Have a yarn to them and, uh, and see if they can actually help you out with um, some of your solutions within your business. Same, same, I just emphasise that Zurich are now a, um, our risk partner and a uh, number one risk partner. They've obviously combined with OnePath and uh, look, they're doing some really, really good stuff out there and uh, they're really keen to get behind it. So you know, if you want to get back into the risk space, I know we're not doing that enough. Have a yarn to um, to the Zurich team and um, see if you can get them in there and uh, work out how you can actually work with them. Um, ETFs and SMAs. Look, I know that uh, we're all using a lot of those, but just a reminder to tell everyone that most ETFs are approved. You know, the only ones that aren't approved at the moment are um, the ones that are, are synthetic. Same, same with SMAs. You know, we approve most SMAs, and if they're hosted on one of the main platforms that we use, it's generally fine to be using those. Personally, I like the ones that are spread across shares, ETFs, and some managed funds. But um, you know, they're a, a really, really good space. If you look at any of the research around the S in the SMA space, you will see that uh, the, the practices that have employed them have significantly reduced their research risk, and their businesses have have become more profitable. And I think um, the one of the presentations we had today that showed that once you've got seventy five percent of your clients into SMAs, your business will become upwards of 40% more profitable. Pretty amazing numbers. So, you know, sounds like a no-brainer to me, but um, obviously there's a few of you out there that um, are reticent to jump into that space. Yeah, definitely definitely time to be thinking about it. Um, new practice. Uh, we've got another new practice on in, um, in um, uh, sorry, Newcastle, which is uh, Lifestyle Financial Planners, Mike and Luke. There, so they're on um, as of last week and uh, and practicing. We've also had a uh, a departure, which was Michael Peros. Michael um, decided that uh, to take a job with AMP, so he's actually gone in as a salaried salaried employee, um, which will be uh, interesting days for him. Um, PD days, had the PD day in Brisbane. Thank you very much to Christy McDonald and their crew team. They've had uh, they had a great PD day there, and the feedback's been very very good. We just had the one in Melbourne today, and again, it was a great show. It was uh, it was good to get everyone together, and you know it's difficult times, and uh, communication amongst ourselves is really really important. Um, it was um, yeah yeah really really good. The next thing is the peer group in uh, New South Wales. Now we've delayed that it was to be in April, but things are becoming a little bit complicated there in Sydney at the moment because we can't actually get anyone else to come and to visit. So we're going to actually put that off, and we'll probably move out to June, especially with the conference being on. We'll probably look at uh, June or July to put that that on. Um, Paraplanning. Paraplanning, as we've been talking, we've been doing the overflow into um, Australia now, and Charles from uh, Victoria is actually doing those for us. He's um, you know, just just getting going on um, on his capacity, but the bottom line is the uh, the pricing pricing is going to change a little bit. And I think I put it in my last um, one of these, but it's going to be two fifty for a basic plan, three fifty for a um, a multiple strategy, and four fifty for a complex plan. 
So uh, just be wary of that. It's only slightly different. It's still not super expensive, but um, but ultimately we should be able to get the turnaround a lot better. And I know that at the moment the SOA tractor is saying that uh, you know we're starting to get through the backlog of plans, and so um, there's a, a little bit more capacity. The long-term thing I'm looking at at the moment too is to um, to get the FPAs in the Philippines the facility to be able to prepare your strategy notes in FNA for a plan. Now if that's um, that's, that's definitely something that I'm getting um, the advisors are asking for, but uh, the ultimately the way I see it working is that uh, you guys finish your FNA and your strategy document, and you can send that off to my team, and they'll be able to go and do all the appropriate research, put all the um, things together, and send that off to get the plan for you, get the plan done, and get it back to your office. Now, it's not going to be completely seamless, because obviously the FPAs don't have the skills required and the skills that the paraplaners have, but they will be able to get the documents together and ring up and get the appropriate information. Be interesting to see how that pans out, but that's sort of one of the tasks that we're looking for in the future. Audits are going ahead. Um, obviously there's lots of pre-vet and we're nearly through most of the pre-vet and the, um, the guys are actually picking up um, our processes quite quickly. Um, but as they get through pre-vet, then we're starting to roll through the audits. So um, John and uh, Ricky Lee, um, punching through those and uh, you know it seems to be all working pretty well. Let me know if there's any issues with the audit but everyone seems to be you know, understanding what we're doing now and you know, as again because John's such a good communicator he seems to be able to, um, to help educate you guys uh, with you know, the changing things in the, the financial planning um, world and uh, you know the standard of our files have been pretty good. Peer groups. All right, now there's not a lot of the peer groups still meeting after the, uh, the conference last year but I reckon that now's a really, really good time to get your peer group back together. If you've been thinking about it, let's get a Zoom group, or if you're not sure, get Noims to get together your list of people and try to put an online meeting together. Let's utilize Zoom or Skype or WhatsApp and just get together. You know, if you all can't make it, you all can't make it, but if there's a few of you together, it's really, really good to nut out some of the problems with this current um, situation. And look, I tell you what, it, communication is king at the moment, talk to your mates, get on the phone, because you know when the share market's you know, struggling, there's virus, there's travel, there's all sorts of mad things going on in our lives, it's definitely a time to be talking to your um, fellow advisors. Uh, technology, uh, guys, now it's time to be using technology. Right, our clients probably don't want to see you at the moment. They don't want to be getting on public transport to come to you, they don't want you coming to them. They might be in isolation, but we need to be talking to our clients. Now's the time to be employing new technology solutions. WorkSorted has a number of those technology solutions. It's definitely a time to be um, to jumping into um, you know, the education piece with your clients. Um, even the ones that have been slow on the uptake are going to start. You know, they're probably the older ones, and they're the ones that are really going to need some help in this space. We're going to have to come up with technology solutions. So start educating your clients with that, start educa educating yourself with that and um, using those sort of methods to communicate with your clients because long term this is going to start to be the normal and um, we need to be carefully putting this in our ongoing service agreements, the fact that we may, may not necessarily meet with you now on a regular basis but we definitely will be communicating with you. Um, and to put that in perspective, these days we're having a, um, I have a virtual lunch with, my, with uh, Noemi and Jezume in the Philippines. And uh, you know, we, we basically open up Zoom and talk to each other while we have our lunch. 
and uh, it's a really good method of us catching up on what we have to do and knowing what's going on. So um, yeah, look at those technology solutions and start rolling out and educating your clients in that. Um, ROAs, right, ROAs, this is a, um, the reason I'm talking about ROAs at the moment is looking at different ways of automating these. People that are using SMAs are starting to think, wow, SMAs are, you know, the, the people who originally started SMAs say SMAs are really good because you don't have to use ROAs. That's rubbish because ROAs, we use ROAs for strategy. Okay, when we, when we talk to someone and we, we need to change their strategy or their risk profile or something along those lines, an ROA is required. If they're using an SMA and there's a switch internally within the SMA, yeah, we don't need to do that. But, um, but that's the only paperwork it saves us. But ultimately, if we're not sort of getting our, nailing our, SMA, our ROAs and getting them nice and quick and simply at the moment, we really need to have a bit of a look in the mirror because um, yeah, it's time to get, that, um, to get those, that level of documents sorted out. Like the next point I've got is read your documents. I've been doing my site visits of late and I've been going through some of the advisors and reading their review documents and reading their ongoing service agreements, looking at their FDSs, and the documents aren't as good as you would like them to be. I know it's busy at the moment, I know things are difficult, but some of the documents and some of the wordings that you guys are using are archaic and I don't think they would stand up anywhere. Unfortunately, I think we've found ourselves trying to hide behind a little bit of legal speak that hasn't been written by a lawyer who's in our court. It's been written by some other, someone else's lawyer who's been trying to protect themselves. Let's use plain language in your documents for the clients. Use plain language so the client can clearly understand what you're trying to say. And then by using the plain language, you're not fighting the lawyers because you're using things that are clear. I can say it's having a, a, an ongoing service agreement which refers to clause 6.2, 4.1, saying that you can do this and you can't do that, is protecting nobody. And all it does, it's probably exposing you because if you're gonna write a document, use a document that's like that, then if a lawyer gets hold of it, they're gonna say, well, that clearly says that, you know, something else, and they're gonna pick that apart. Whereas if you want to put out a document that's written in your words, don't hide behind it. Clearly articulate it to your clients. Don't hide what you're trying to say in your document. Clearly tell your clients that, look, I look at the things that affect your portfolio every single working day. I'm constantly studying things that affect your strategy. Tell them that. Write it down and get um, get them to sign off, and the clients will want to pay you to do that because there's no way they're going to get the amount of data and the amount of education that you guys get in a 12 month period of time. And so your worth to your clients is significant, and in most cases, it's significantly higher than what you charge. Look, that's all I've got on the um, on the CEO update for today. I've uh, I'm using a new method of. Well, I'm on the road at the moment, so I'm back to my old method of recording it, but I've actually got a new method of actually of um, um, putting it together, which is on my new Google Pixel phone, because my, as you know, my other one got mown by a lawnmower. But, um, but this one will actually write a transcript. And so those of you who prefer to read this, there should be a transcript that follows this um, CEO update. So we'll, um, we'll see how we go with that. But uh, look, guys, leadership is the thing we're looking at at the moment. Give good advice. Um, show good practices, um, 
don't run away and hide from the share market crash. Don't hide from the virus. Let's just stand up and be counted and do things that are smart. Out of all these adversities comes opportunity. Sit back, think about some of the opportunities that we can take out of this, and um, I think that we'll all be looking in um, a, you know, a few months or even at 12 months' time and thinking, yeah, okay, yeah, we were smart in this space and um, work, work out the best way of getting through it. Talk to each other and continue to communicate. Feel free to give me a call if you want to talk about some of the things here or just talk about the ways in which you can be working within your business. All right, guys. Talk to you soon.